As a disclaimer, Monsterfuckers Anonymous is indeed about wanting to love and have sex with monsters, but we want to make things extremely clear from the get-go. Not all of the chosen monsters will be sapient, but we will not be endorsing zoophilia or bestiality. We will be as transparent and ethical as possible, while also sex-positive and mostly having fun. Vampires that stalk in the night. Werewolves that howl to the moon. Dragons that loom over the skies. These monsters and more have plagued mortals for millennia, clouding our minds with one singular thought. Can we fuck them? Fiction or reality? Which one should we be? Don't think that I'm that naive to see. The fiction or reality of things you've done to me. Now all this stupid shit is on repeat. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to another fantastic, wonderful, stupendous episode of MFA, a.k.a. Monsterfuckers Anonymous, a show where we talk about monsters, talk about the lore, talk about their media representation, and then rate them on a scale of 1 to 10 whether or not you. Is you listening? Just eating some wings, just like I am, eating the, my wings and, and this, and during the middle of this recording. You're eating some wings, too, and you're listening to this episode. How? Look at us, twinning. Or not you should be having sex with those monsters. I am your colorful creature consultant cleric, and with me, as always, is our tentacle analyst, Joe. Hello. Hello. What's up? How's it going, Joe? How are you feeling today? I am on my period again. Again, it's a it's a Didn't it's a common occurrence. Month? I know, I know. That it's was a common bad. excuse. That was so it's bad. a common I'm excuse so women have. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry that you're not feeling too well today. It's all good. I'm going to be talking about someone that I have a lot of love for. So yeah. perhaps that love will translate. Yeah, hopefully that love will translate, because we're actually talking a little bit, not about love, but a little opposite emotion. Uh, today's topic is a little bit anger. Mine's arguable bit. on that on that front, I will really? say. I'll be honest, yeah. you said what your topic, like what your monster was, and I, you just said a name, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck this means in general. But today's topic, for everyone who's wondering, uh, is not love, and it's not, hey, we're getting a little bit angry today, a little bit mad, a little bit wrathful. So yes, we're picking monsters that are based, that we think are based in the sin of wrath, or basically just anger. Monsters that we think embody that kind of anger, uh, meanness, all that kind of stuff. Joe, why do you think there's a lot of monsters based on that kind of thing? Um, I think, honestly, it's probably a way to make sense of certain acts of anger or madness, quote unquote. Um, we have a lot of stories about like a warrior's rage and suddenly being engulfed with like bloodthirst and the desire for bloodshed. Uh, I feel, and like war, there's always going to be depictions of like, hey, these guys are why war crimes are natural. I, nor, war crime's a natural part of life. So, you know, sometimes you gotta commit a little war crime, as we've talked about the show often. Anyway, uh... <laughs> so, that's an interesting thought about it, which I think is, we again, the, the, the constant theme of the show, besides war crimes, um, is the personification of natural things. And so, anger sometimes can lead people to do destructive acts, something that they don't want to be held responsible for. So, I think they try to, uh, they personify it into a creature, into a monster. And a monster 
that we can fuck. Yes. There might be some hate fucking involved. There might be some rough uh, impact, but that's all we're going to talk about today on some angry little beasties. So as the usually goes, I've picked a monster, Joe's picked a monster, and Kez has picked a surprise monster. We don't know who it is. We don't know what it might be, but she's got one cooking up in there. She's in the kitchen right now, just going in, chefing up, adding some spice. Guys, that's too much. It's too much. much. It's too much spice. Stop it. Stop it. It's a whole bottle. Stop it. She's going for the second one. Stop it. Well, okay. We can't stop her. Oh, no. She's just pouring it on. But as she cooks up whatever monstrosity that's going to be, let's talk about another monstrosity, a wrathful one. Joe, do you mind if I start this week? I do mind. Okay. I'll let you. Oh. Oh, my God. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. So kind. I regret this. Do you? Because I don't. Uh Uh-huh. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Let's get this. Let's get this mule packing. Let's get this uh, alpaca moving. What? Why do you want to be burden? I want to talk about war crimes, and what I mean by that is sometimes. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so, as we said, sometimes war crimes come naturally to other people more than they do uh, others, and sometimes somebody just wants to spread hate in the world and sometimes that person isn't a person it's a giant six foot tall no i'm not sorry not six foot ten foot tall sword that possesses the user to commit uh war crimes but turns that user into a sexy sexy knight clad in armor who am i talking not bleach good choice hollows are definitely on the table some point but my monster that I've chosen is from the series Soul Calibur, the wielder of the blade Soul Edge, the Azur Knight Nightmare. Long, long ago, transcending history, an enormous sword was forged. Designed to be the deadliest weapon on the battlefield, this blade will become to known as Soul Edge. When used, this weapon would leave no survivors in its wake. Being bathed in the blood of countless foes, with their hatred and resentment flowing through the blade, an evil desire was born inside Soul Edge. This desire to infect the world with evil and chaos. Soul Edge began to corrupt its host, turning them into the azure-clad knight of darkness, Nightmare. It has a is is it the juicy eye kind of it looking? It is the juicy eye one. So I'm gonna put some pictures in the chat, but for everyone, it kind of audience, has like um like a vagina like opening. I'm sorry, what? Where? Where on Nightmare the the night is there a vagina? Even in the pictures that you did, you shared. There's kind of like um. So there's like eye. a very, I yes, but like the folds underneath the eye. That's not that. That's veins. And is it a vagina? Just um, uh, a circular mass of veins. Cut the cameras. End the episode. <laughs> I ain't doing this. You can't tell me that's not a vagina. I can, and I will. It's not. It's it's an aesthetic choice of the blade. Not and he they aesthetically chose to look like Yannick. I don't know what the fuck a Yannick is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can tell. Um, the weapon is also known to be a shapeshifter, which form it takes depends on its current owner. 
That's what this is the, actually what, this what is the fuck very did I do? interesting. Yeah. Okay. Get, I'm all right. Whatever. We're just gonna. I'm just gonna move past. I. I What's I the have, rage aspect? Okay. So let's get let's get into that. So Soul Edge was originally like a blade that was crafted. That's the the whole thing. It used to be a sword. I didn't. No one really knows where it became or where it like was forged from. But it was a sword mm. that was bait. Like was in a countless battlefields. It was super powerful. As it started bathing, like was being used to murder things, Soul Edge, a demon actually started being born inside the blade because it absorbed all the resentment and hatred of everyone who had murdered. The demon was known as Inferno. That demon wanted to bring up, uh, wanted to corrupt the world and evil and chaos, all that kind of stuff. That's so then the blade ended up becoming, Soul Edge ended up becoming a demon blade, basically. And so anybody who would wield the sword would get corrupted by Soul Edge and start murdering, just killing people. Like you would just start to uh, just start directing them to kill people. Like there's an incident in game where this pirate captain, uh, I think his name is Savantis or something, ends up finding Soul Edge and starts and because it gets corrupted by Soul Edge, murders an entire Spanish port and just like mm. does that. Not because he wants to, but because Soul Edge has compelled him to do it. So the nightmare that we kind of know is the one that the pictures I sent where there's like a giant azure, like I said, a blue clad knight, giant maw, like the sword, an arm that is completely like corrupted into like a demon arm with like three, like three prong, like three little fingies and grab, like it's this big meaty claw, Mr. Crab style. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that nightmare is actually a German knight known as Siegfried. Uh, Siegfried. Siegfried accidentally murdered his dad and then felt sad about oh, it. Oh, you know. You know. Everyone knows. You murder your daddy, patricide. Always a good motivator. So accidentally committed patricide, felt bad about it, found Soul Edge, and Soul Edge was like, listen, if you kill thousands of hundreds of people, I'll become powerful enough to save your daddy and bring him back to life. And he was like, damn sword, with a giant eye in the middle. You've obviously you're never gonna trick me before uh, trick me in my life. Of course I'll follow mm-hmm. you. Then gets corrupted and becomes nightmare. So is this specifically is it the sword or is it nightmare that we're looking at? We're looking at nightmare because the sword okay. itself, while alive, is not the character. Nightmare is like the sword's vessel on earth. Got it. Like it's it's basically the someone once described it as like the one ring from like Lord of the Rings, how it corrupts anybody who like kind of like mm. uses it. And that's like Sauron's main thing. Like Sauron looks at like through the ring, but the ring itself is just a vessel. Okay. What do you feel about it? Cause look, I like describing him as a person, like how he looks. This is like, if you have an armor fetish, like oh, yeah. uh, I do a little bit. Oh yeah. Dear God, this is fucking hot as shit. Like the clad, like the ironed up face, the blue armor, the maw in the middle. That just shows like you can uh, you can fuck the middle of that shit. That's crazy. Uh, it is a powerful sword. It is a beautiful blue armor. He's about five ten. So on the on the it the says side. it says he's five six. He's five six. Oh, he's my height. So I could be nightmare. Uh, less interested. Um. All right, everybody, I'm going to go. Uh, I got to text my therapist something real quick. <laughs> I will say the I the name Siegfried is just ruined for me because of Fate Apocrypha. Uh, um, yeah. I'm, I am getting a similar vibe of like there's just like an under 
I don't even know what it is. Like just like an undertone of like sadness that we got going on. Yeah. So Siegfried is constantly fighting with the nightmare entity in order to uh-huh. win. Eventually he does release himself from nightmare. Uh, and it's a reeling soul caliber, the only weapon that can kill soul edge. Uh, and so he ends up becoming a freedom. Like he begins up becoming that fighting uh nightmare and all this other stuff. Somebody else becomes a nightmare corrupted, blah, blah, blah. The second third. But Siegfried's not who we're talking about. We're talking about Nightmare. Nightmare. Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare. Um, when the reason, uh, so Nightmare, very hot, very armor clad, also something like that. If you're into, like I said, if you're into armor, into it. This is a hateful little bitch. Because <laughs> Nightmare wants to just murder and destroy everything and kill everybody. And get his little shards, like shards that he's missing. Because Soul Edge was shattered and he's like losing power. So he wants to find the shards of Soul Edge in order to put it all together to get his ultimate form, which is a giant bug flying demon. Well, we're not talking about that form. We're talking about Nightmare. Okay. And Nightmare has like other, the hosts essentially of Soul Edge become Nightmare? Yes. Okay. So I like to describe a little bit of what I think Nightmare would be in our little mm-hmm. modern world if we were to have sex with him. You know, because that's the whole point of the show sometimes. I think sometimes we forget that. I think we've got to go back to it, you know? Remember, we're here to fuck. <laughs> I remember. Never forget. Anyways, so I think Nightmare. Um, Nightmare's not a good person. And so no. this is going to be your toxic ex that you go back to sometimes. That it's like the hate, like the ex that you broke up with. You don't, you never got along. They were kind of mean, cruel. They were more like, they were like an, uh, like burn everything, but not in a let's establish something new in a let's just burn it to burn it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so you you don't like being around this person. You don't. But the sex, the hate sex that you have is fucking, oh. Like, they are <laughs> dominant. you. They're impact playing. They have a giant sword that they're going to, like, both in the pants and next to them. Big arm gripping around your throat. As you, if you're a masochist, oh, God. You're getting fucking slammed, damned, thank you, ma'am. You are a Denny's Grand Slam. You are IHOP pancake <laughs> breakfast Denny's? stacked up. <laughs> you Slathering are a Wendy's me. breakfast. You are, <laughs> you are a Wendy's breakfast item ready to go and get chomped up by this man. You're a McDonald's McGriddle, McGready to go. Mm, mm, mm. I, I mean, I, now I'm, I'm hungry. For Nightmare? Uh, yeah. For Let's a big riddle. For- <laughs> um, hey, everybody. This episode of MFA is actually sponsored by... <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, so, I, 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 what, what's definitely, like, what's definitely winning Nightmare uh, for me is the armor thing. Yes. I think someone that, like, just will absolutely not get out of the armor um, is a really funny, kind of campy um, mm-hmm. idea. But I think also if you are also some kind of knight um and let's just say cleric you and i are um easily susceptible to the forces of evil because we both they're are sexy yes um we could we can imagine ourselves as like pages potentially to this nightmare um and having a little fun dynamic in that mm-hmm. regard. Yeah, I Nightmare does have followers. Fun. That is true. He's not just like an mm-hmm. alone entity. He does have followers that like that help him, who sow chaos into the world. So he would have to be evil. We would have to sow chaos. But knowing both of us, we'd easily do that. Yes. 
And, you know, who doesn't like a good hate fucking? I will say, what are the... Do you have some of the obscenities or crimes on hand that this this nightmare collective has done? So I can tell you off the top of my head what they are. Okay. Murder, for one. Uh-huh. No problem. Uh, arson. Easy. Uh, probably, uh, I don't know how you consider mass murder. They would be technically, I think, a serial killer. Okay. Um, levels of war crimes would be happening here. Like right. I said, they're, uh, they would absorb the souls of those that they beat in order mm-hmm. to reshape the world into their image. Um, probably Any jaywalking. specific, <laughs> any, uh, Burning MP3s onto CDs. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, that would do. They would uh, do okay. that. Copyright, so, copyright infringement. Uh, I think Nightmare would be the type of person to get a new uh, bootleg a movie, uh-huh. sell it, but uh-huh. then throughout the entire movie that you've just bought the bootleg version, uh, there is a watermark so bad that you can't <laughs> even enjoy it. I'm not. You know what? I'm not getting a gaslighter vibe from that. No, Nightmare. no, no. He doesn't gaslight. He Girl bosses. He does girl boss. He is a girl boss. Uh, one of the downsides to being with Nightmare, I think, is that the sword will always be there, at least in his big- I'm okay with that. In his big meaty claw. I'm okay with that. So if you like toys, mm-hmm, Soul Calibur does change its form. So maybe he can change it to be a big old dildo. I mean, I was going to say, like, that could be rather advantageous. Yeah. And with every host that, Soul, that the Soul Edge holds- uh, they get the experience of the previous user of Soul Edge. Interesting. So it's so been well-rounded. For, yeah. Interdisciplinary. Been, exactly. And it's been held by men, <laughs> uh, women, everybody in between. So that's- How every, inclusive. The, so everybody's in there. You're getting fucked. There's got to be experience. They know how to handle a human body. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's but right. So there will be no gentle. Not gently. Absolutely. No, there's no, there's no reason to be gentle in these trying times. I'm I'm very interested. I'm down. This is definitely the type of person that I would just attempt to like get closer to as a follower just because mm. that's the safest thing, number one. Like just like getting in their favors. But also I well, I forget the monster that we specifically were talking about. And I think maybe it was uh Megatron. Uh just oh, yeah. um I mean sorry, not Megatron, uh Optimus, Optimus Prime, Prime. Yeah. Of that kind of uh breaking down a little bit of that facade of kind of the joining the ranks in like kind of a bratty way of like, but you know me though. And I, and I know you, so Mm. we can make something work. We can, I can be a little guy. (laughs) I just be a little, little guy. I could just be a little guy. You can take care of me. I think I nightmare wouldn't do that. Nightmare would be like, you're a little guy and now you're my pleasure stool kind of thing. Listen, I'm not. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to. Whatever you're about to okay. say, no. So that's why we're going to jump right into the Popo scale. Yeah. Uh, possibility is not too bad in the way of saying, like, if we're in the Soul Calibur universe, Soul Calibur has been around for hundreds for millions of years. Uh, a, like, a knight found it. It finds the people that it needs for its hosts to be a murderer mm. for. So you'll meet Nightmare sometime. And then when Nightmare rules, it's a giant world. Like, it's a war that spans everything and corruption forces so does a war have it kind of predicate soul edge a little bit yeah it, if it. there's a fight 
uh, there's a big battle, Solage will probably be there. Okay. We're at the precipice every year. <laughs> Things we are need, escalating. We, every we need a Soul Edge. We need a Soul Edge and to caliber. be in the hands at of Obama. Well, I'm sorry, what? I don't know. We're cutting that bit. Do you think Joe Biden is gonna wield Soul Edge and do you think that's gonna that work? That would be bad. <laughs> that would be inherently bad. If so if a president was wielding Soul Edge, they're hitting the nuke button. Yeah. So you'd want them to wield Soul Caliber, which right. I, I'm not getting into this right now. This is fucking stupid. Six. I don't even know. I'm going to say it's very likely to be part of it. People, there's tons of fucking people in the military. Um, Certainly tons of people that would be on certain front lines in terms of the apocalypse. I don't know if this is an apocalypse situation. Sometimes. Um, I want to say four. Okay. That's fair. Nightmare would be the person like leading the charge for all these things. So mm-hmm. it would be like the corrupting evil force and all that. So like the enemy general. Um, attractiveness. For me, I think a 7.5. Fair. I'd actually echo that score. I think the armor is so fucking hot. I think the armor is very dude. And then like he's got his that big meaty claw. And he's gonna grab it's you right in the throat. Very, with. very down for it. But I think what maybe knocks down a little bit is just I don't know. It could be it could be more either we could have more personality going. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of personality. I'll be wrong. That's his big downside here. His big his big personality point is I'm evil. I want to corrupt the world. I hate everything. I want chaos incarnate. And I'm a corrupt evil died. first. That's Ugh. Siegfried specifically. Nightmare, it's just like evil, evil. I'm gonna bring into the world the chaos. I just like murdering uh-huh. people. Murder, murder, murder. I'm gonna do it. Imagine that in your head constantly for thousands of years. Just that song. You would commit murder too if that was just in your brain. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, audacity. How audacious it is. This is extremely audacious. Pretty audacious. I mean, being even being with this nightmare, who whichever vessel Solage takes on, kind of, we're, we're, we're presuming that they're, we're kind of looking at end times or some kind of war times. Yeah. So I, I give this a two. A two? I want to say three. That's fair. I'm with it. Uh, parental approval. Would our parents, uh, Christian immigrant parents, approve of this monster? Fuck no. This is a demon. Is it? Yeah. Well, I guess is Solage kind of the demon? Solage is inherently a demon. The demon nightmare is the vessel of the demon. Technically. Okay. So it's it's a interesting. Demon. No, straight up walking the door. I'm not denying that that's some hot daddy armor. Like, dear God, I know that man's gonna mm-hmm. be rough with me. Mm. He's it, when I usually when I say like someone's gonna pick me up and like toss me over their shoulder and like you're mine now, he's gonna pick me up, use me as a flashlight, and say I'm done with you. And that's I'm pregnant. He's breeding me like crazy. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so four. <laughs> Damn me up, brother. We're getting bread. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. <laughs> I will not. Damn me up, brother. Please, we're getting bread together. <laughs> Help me up, brother. Damn me up, brother. <laughs> What's your score? I don't know. One. A one. Word. Okay. What's your score? I said it. I said it. Literally the first thing was four. 
Oh, I thought you said you were for something, and then you were gonna talk. Then you were gonna talk, and then I just I'm for arson, aggravated arson. Are you for getting bread? Dab me up, brother. No, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. We're gonna go ahead and pause for math. <laughs> I'm still waiting for you to dab me up. Dab me up, brother. So for the overall scores, for Cleric, for Nightmare of Soul Calibur, um, Cleric got an overall of 4.1. I got an overall of 4.6, which is pretty good, all things considering. Um, so Nightmare, we have a beautiful 4.4. I'll take it. I'll take it. I honestly thought we'd get a new lowest ranked monster in this episode. So I'll take a four. It's possible. I mean, yeah, because like I think a lot of hate is going to be flowing through our bone, uh, the bones of our monsters at this moment. Because nightmare hot, no one should approach. Everyone, I'll be real. That is a that is a not a smart one to approach to. And for uh, perspective, Vilgax and Queen Tyranny both got higher than nightmare. That's fine. That's fine. Our scale means nothing in the long run of things. It, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do what you want. We'll, we have our own personal rankings. Do what you wish. Uh, but in terms of numerical value, to make sure that there's a winner and a loser every episode, it's important. Anyways, so that's all I got for Nightmare. Joe, you ready to? Do you ready to get hateful? Get wrathful? Yes. Get angry. Yes. I will be bringing to you another Greek choice. I'll be bringing to you the personification of rage and madness. Lisa was the spirit of rage and frenzy relative to the maniae, the personified spirits of madness. Created by a drop of Uranus's castration blood, even her begetting was one of rage. Called upon by the goddess Hera to inflict Heracles with insanity, she was the reason the hero murdered his wife and children. For some, she was the final enactor of punishment by inciting madness in one's closest friends and loved ones, such as Actaeon's beloved hunting dog suddenly obtaining rabies, and Cadmus's daughters dismembering men. So pretend that I wasn't paying attention to your description. Who did you pick? Yeah, so of course I chose Lisa, um, who and if if whether or not that is the actual pronunciation, I apologize. Um, kind of a character, a personification that kind of sneaks up on you. Like hmm. we we know about Hera um, fucking with Heracles. We know that we know that something imbued Heracles with. This, this madness yeah. to kill his wife and kids that was lisa lisa oh. was employed by hera um essentially and you know not of any you know it wasn't obviously for a personification of madness and insanity and rabies um mm -hmm. she wasn't she there was no problem rabies? had Wait, absolutely she there's rabies like literally uh lisa virus is a form of rabies uh in actual medicine apparently hmm neat um so and like that you know it's it's apt because rabies kind of creates this madness so to speak in animals um mm -hmm. so yeah she had no problem uh she does it for good and bad reasons like it, it is all she's not like a punisher she's not like a, a fury or an Aaron news 
she, for whatever reason, the a, a fucked up God or a person wants to punish or enact some kind of violence on someone, Lisa can instill madness in you, make you kill your wife and kids, oh, instill okay. madness in your hunting dogs. Um, and to be fair, Acteon was the guy that like peeped on Artemis while she was naked. Mm. Um, so Artemis was like, hey, Lisa, can we get on this motherfucker? And uh, the dogs obtained rabies, got Octan's ass. Um, and well deserved. I, well deserved. And uh, Cadmus, I forget exactly where what he was all about, um, but his daughters were uh, maddened and then in turn dismembered someone called Pentheus. Uh, I don't know like every story necessarily, but um, mm-hmm. what I was talking about in terms of like an arguable kind of attachment to love is that Le- there's also some stories where Lisa is um, one of Eros's like maids or something oh, along those lines yeah. because of like the madness that love can kind of inspire, which is very Leonon seed, um, very like Gesh related kind okay. of stuff. Interesting. So my second thought to to the for this is: Do you is there any way that she's been represented recently? Because we have the legends. Is she been around for something else, or is are we just based on things off the, the the off the tales? I mean, just I mean, what I have is off the tales. I don't think anyone has decided to specifically um, showcase her in any kind of media. I could be wrong. Apparently, uh, Lisa is the name of a god in Guild Wars 2, but the she's very not popular a rage game, god. Guild Wars 2. I she love... looks great, though. Send a pic. Let me see. All right. She has nothing to do with my, without my choosing, but I here mean, we go. We need, we need something. We need a... We need, a, we need I, something. Okay. That's an interesting look. I, I don't know, because I'm trying hard to picture this person who is just like... <sighs> Okay, I have something. And she can... was born from castration blood, the blood <laughs> of Uranus's castration. Here's okay. Here's here's something I'm thinking, and you can we can walk this back and walk this forward how much we want. Okay, to. sure, 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 sure. This is your girlfriend's best friend. This is yeah. like she doesn't like you, but she'll do anything for your best friend. And so, like, if you're if her if your friend tells her to like, hey, this guy fucked with me, blah blah blah, this, that, and the third, she's the one who will go in like dox him on like Twitter, who'll go far to do what yeah. she's got to do. Or you're like, hey, this is guy like she's the one who like looks through his entire social media and gives you everything he needs to do, like the play by play. She's the type of uh, she's like the girl who when you're like you go out for drinks together, she's super nice, and then like the girl, your girlfriend's like, I'm gonna go walk away, or your partner walks away, and then this, she turns around and just like. If you ever hurt them, I will literally cut your balls off. You're like, ha ha. And she's like, no, no, I will actually do it. I've gone to jail before. <laughs> and then you look up her arrest record and she, yeah, she did. Yeah. And she's proud about that public record. And mm. honestly, I love that. Love that for her. She is absolutely the person that had went to jail and blah, blah, blah for like killing someone. Uh, but for good reason. Yeah. The sex will be crazy. Uh, dick from a crazy girl. <laughs> Yo, preach it. Preach. Damn me up, brother. No, right. I'm not going to do that. I'll get you. I'll get it one of these days. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's, I mean, that's the best way to put it. This is, 
I don't want to. This sounds bad, and I apologize if this does sound bad. This is like you, 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 the the crazy hot girlfriend trope. Crazy ex girlfriend. Yeah, Good. yeah, yeah. Or like this is someone who's insanely hot that you're like, I cannot believe I'm with this person, but they are a bit wild. They're like, they as, do seem normal, completely normal, and then all of a sudden they're like, yes, I do believe in the death penalty for some people <laughs> or something crazy. Like, you know, we huh? were talking about like dinosaurs. Where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> or like the type? Okay, I think we, some people have experiences, and this is very much often where like they'll be the person who gets a text message from one of their friends, like, "Hey, I saw your boyfriend out," and then takes all your things and throws them into the trash, and just like starts like yelling. You like you come home and all your stuff is out on the on the lawn. You're like, "What is going on?" It's like I, I heard my friend did this, blah blah blah, and then like gets the text message of like, "Oh, my bad, that wasn't your boyfriend. That was just someone who looks like him." And I was like, well, why was he looking like you? Hmm? Why did you look like this person? Kind of the kind of deal. Listen. Oh, don't listen. Don't listen to this. <laughs> don't listen to this. Um, I I'm, I'm gonna read this thing. You can um, read it? S- yes, of course I can. You can't. Lisa personifies mad rage and frenzy as well as rabies. She is the one who inflicts Heracles with insanity. In this scenario, she is shown to take a temperate, measured approach to her role, professing mm. not to use her powers in anger against friends, nor to have any joy in, vi- in visiting the homes of men. Um, she counsels Iris, who I believe is the goddess of like the rainbows or something. I don't remember. Yeah, she's a goddess of who messaging. Wishes, messaging to who wishes to carry out Hera's command against targeting Heracles, but after failing to persuade, bows to the orders of the superior goddess and sends him into a mad rage, which causes him to murder his wife and children. Then, so she even she even tried to back out a little bit. Okay, she was like, I take back hey. the, the initial... No, like, I think there is yeah. still something to it. Like, she still violently makes, you know, yeah. people... Like, one guy's daughters dismember somebody. <laughs> so I think, okay, if we were to re- redo that scenario, I think what it is is her friends tell her like you should go crazy and she's like no, no no let me let's give it a quick second and then she's like you know what if you're I'm gonna go crazy yes, i'm just gonna go wild i'm just gonna go wild i'm gonna do that and so she'll give you a second to explain she's like okay that's cool thank you for telling me your reason i'm still going to burn your underwear though yeah uh and kind of thing so and this is a girl that will warn you before she does anything yeah and you know what if you don't change that's on you. She, she gives you, she preps everybody who goes into a relationship with her. She's like, listen, yeah. I, I get extremely jealous. I get extremely clingy. And I get it like, and when I get upset, I will get like, I will get upset. So if you don't want that, don't, like, don't pursue this. I'm not going to be mad if you don't. <laughs> but if you say yes, and then we go down this path, you can't say I didn't warn you that I was going to key your car. Is this not just fully approaching uh, personification of anything like th- this is someone that has pure boundaries knows what they're about has been this way for thousands of years if you have the gall to go for them because this is the hand that you're dealt i'll be real like you said <laughs> what do you say it was like crazy <laughs> crazy girl dick go crazy crazy girl dick go crazy and that's true i mean if how I met your mother taught me anything, the scales need to the fucking notice that the the crazy to hotness scale that was a that was a whole yes. joke there. Yes, yes, yes. And she's a ten out of ten in both categories. <laughs> yeah, and we don't really know what she looks like. We have statues, but like I, I think she probably has like a very natural thing, kind of like a medium attractiveness. 
I think it's just like this is somebody whose youth of mind super attractive that you find super hot and who is going to who like you said has healthy boundaries who's told you I will do this. Is it yeah. healthy to do those things? No. Is it okay to do those things? No. But she's letting you know like I'm not changing. This, I'm a personification of rabies. I'm going to ride you like no one has ever ridden you before. <laughs> but when you want to get off this ride, you best believe it's going to come with some shocks. Yeah. Some bumps in and the road. And you're going to need some shots for for the, for the rabies. I have I have rabies and I will be giving it to you. <laughs> let's jump into the Poplos Guild. Let's yeah. jump into it. Possibility. Um Greek gods are pretty possible. As as long as you call on her and a god doesn't like have a huge grudge against you. She doesn't hurt friends. Yeah. She tries not to. She's someone who's going to be very kind. She's like I said Greek gods are common in interacting with mortals. And if we go by Percy Jackson rules, still around to this day. Um, I'll give this a six. I'll give it a six too. Uh, in that's case, attractiveness. Attractiveness is where this is going to suffer a bit because we don't have mm. anything really concrete to like for her to appear by. We know there, uh, we know there are a goddess and that is about it. I'm going to go eight. I'm going to go off their personality and the personality that we crafted together I will go 6.5. So an 8. How much you calm before down there? <laughs> okay, 6.5. Audacity. Pretty audacious. This is pretty fucking audacious. Right is it more bat. audacious than Nightmare? No. Mm. Yes. It might be, actually. Yeah, this <laughs> is a goddess, a bit. one. While Nightmare is just a demon uh, who can possess things. Uh, and True. two, as we've crafted together, she gives you the warning... And then she's going to give you an arrest record. Like, she's going to f- commit fraud in your name and then blame you. This is what I come with. Yeah. These are, this is the laundry list. And if you're not ready for it, don't say yes. But everyone's going to say yes because you're like, damn, that pussy tight. That crazy girl pussy. <laughs> that girl, that's a gripper. Straight gripper. Her car is a mess. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, she probably has like a Camaro or something. Like, she probably... <laughs> Camaro. She has a Camaro, but it's covered in coffee cups and like Taco yes. Bell, like Taco Bell wrappers. Yeah. This is a cigarette smoker, absolutely. Oh yeah. Vape. Leather yeah, jacket vape on. Queen. Cigarettes smoking. Motorcycle. Motorcycle. Motorcycles still covered in coffee cups though. <laughs> like yeah, in the seat pouches. Somehow. Oh, that's so hot. Put it put it up to a seven. Put it up to, put it up to a seven. <laughs> Audacity or attractiveness? Attractiveness. That shit is hot. Attractiveness. The okay. Idea Audacity. Of, like, biker girl. Oh. Audacity is four. What did me. we? What, what was nightmare? Nightmare's audacity. You said two. Then if I gotta go lower, I'll do a one point five. Okay. Parental she's approval. She's just she's just more approachable looking. Yeah. By her just by her statue, she's not like a big fleshy sword and meat claw. You know. Yeah. But we can't we can't deny that armor's not hot. Right. Of course. Yeah. Uh, uh, parental approval. This is high. It's really high. When they don't know anything about her. Right, I was going to say. If you're doing the first initial meeting, should be fine. But then if they hear stories of, like, oh, yeah, she made me get, like, a tattoo of this her This is name. her felony record? Yeah. Uh, we are, she did commit fraud in my name because I did uh, show up 20 minutes late to a, a date once. So, not great. But, mom, dad. I don't think so. Don't that think so. pussy be gripping. <laughs> You know, I, we didn't need to know that, son. All right. But mom, I, I'm telling uh, you. 
five. Uh, yeah, I think five. This is like a simple middle of the road. Kaz, don't shake okay. your head like that. Don't, don't, don't fucking don't like shake your head like yeah, one hundred percent. Like, it makes sense here, huh? Uh, I'm gonna with, I'm gonna go start thinking about my life choices and what's led me to be here. Do you mind if we pause for math real quick? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Huh. Thank you to all of our Kofi members for helping support the show. That's Gwendolyn, Amelia G, Gav, Deidori, and Akima. The outtakes and scores for this episode will be available on our Kofi. Our members can listen to the outtakes and see the scores for this episode uh, up on our Kofi. Memberships start at about $3 a month. Uh, and if you want to find where that is, you can go to ko-fi.com slash monsterloverpod or go to our Twitter at monsterloverpod. Uh, to find more information there. The next segment of this episode has heavy spoilers for Full Metal Alchemist. So keep that in mind. You've been warned and enjoy the rest of the episode. All right. Just got off the phone with my therapist booking an emergency session. Anyways, Mm. Joe, what you got? So for Lisa Cleric, you got a 4.9. I got a 5.8, which gives Lisa a 5.3. Pretty good for a rage spirit. Yeah, pretty good. Especially with somebody that we don't have like any appearance. Because usually we base a lot of things on the appearance. Like even Nightmare. If we just took Nightmare without the armor or without the concept, Nightmare would be probably a low tier, bottom tier. But that's wild, you know? Maybe looks aren't everything. (laughs) Wow. You know what? I disagree. Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So the more I was gonna say, the more you know, but then it like cuts short, like <laughs> like audio tracks. Or, but all right, we got two rage monsters down. It's time for number three from our producer pick from Kez. Now we have no warning of what this is, and to pull behind the curtain a little bit to this one, we picked this theme last night. So, <laughs> uh, we who knows what's behind this curtain? I don't know. There's no warning for this. So, Joe, are you ready to dive in? Yeah, let's go. All right. Let's, I'm going to click the link in three, two, one. How does this count? How does this count, Kez? Wait, can you read? I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked at it yet. Can you read the subtitle for us, please? Sure. What if you hate fucked a fictional fascist? I think we've done that a couple times now. So let's see. We have. Oh, interesting. Wait, Uh, what do you mean this doesn't count? This is a dude. <laughs> this is just straight up a dude. Okay, why don't we why don't Can we not, talk about this? It's dude? also kind of you know what I expected this. For, this is gonna be every time we do a Seven Deadly Sins episode. It's one one of us is going to pick one of them. They have to be mentioned, and that's yeah. kind of wild to me. Uh, uh, do you want to do this or should I? I got it. Sure, give okay. me the fictional fascist fucking weirdo. <laughs> uh, who we have? is Fuhrer King Bradley, or better known as the Humunculi Wrath from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Imposing, charismatic, and a nation's sin incarnate, King Bradley is the menacing Fuhrer of a mistress and is far from the man he pretends to be. As one of father's homunculi, he represents deep and endless anger towards humanity. But despite the role he plays, he has a gentle demeanor and a wealth of patience. His presence commands respect and fear in equal measure, but his enemies get a front row seat to the sheer depth of his wrath. This is a dude. That's it. And thought. But 
He's given homunculi blood. Like he's given. He has a philosopher's stone still. Yes, like he so, is. A, he is a homunculi. He is a. Homunculus. I mean, he like will die before the other homunculi will. But yeah, he ages normally. But it's not like yeah, most monsters age normally. Blah blah blah. Does being a homunculi make him a monster, or does being a fascist do? Getting kind of crazy in here. <gasps> Anyways, uh, <laughs> I will say, I before he was a fascist, like in 2003, I'm very attracted to uh, King Bradley. That no. being said, Objective do you know what's really funny? Do you know what's really? Fu- I, I I thought his title was Fuhrer King, and that his name was Bradley. But now his name, his first name is King. Yeah, and his last name is Bradley. I, I'll be real. I thought the same thing for the longest time as well. It's so funny. I, I, that's what I thought. They're just saying Fuhrer King Bradley, like Fuhrer King Bradley. Like that makes sense. The 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 dub was not very clear. That his name, that no. those were just, just his separate names there. But let's talk about his war crimes. We've talked about war crimes a little bit. We, let's, let's talk about his. Uh, genocide? He hates children. Hates children. Hates children. It's like, that children crying, hate that. Uh, again, I think we uh, you you talked over it, but we're not going to skip over it. Multiple genocides. Multiple genocides. Multiple. More mm-hmm. than one in the span of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Kind of wild. Uh, just outright murder, coups, mm-hmm. si- like becoming a military state. Anything you want to? How old is he again? Like sixty, he's seventy, a, he's or something. Sixties. His sixties. Yeah, I mean, a tight sixty. Have you seen his abs? Damn. He is fucking um, the most muscular. He is 60s. a gilf, straight up. Yeah, definitely a gilf. I'd suck his dick. I'd do anything. <laughs> God, I'd flip dip, dip it and reverse it. Shout out Missy Elliott. Yeah, sure. Uh, was that Missy Elliott? That was Missy Elliott. I don't know, cleric. I'm just looking at it. <laughs> no, but yeah, actually, just one second. Just need to clarify that bit. Listen, we we all feel bad. We, it, it is a, at a it is a bad feeling to be attracted to fictional cops, uh, Leon Skennedy, uh, or fictional fascists, King Bradley. Um. I mean, that being said, also, like, there's so many fucking military, militarists characters in Full Metal Alchemist, that being said. Uh, I mean, they eventually flip their government entirely. True. Um, but- I mean, and then he still, I think one of the scenes that I think about the most with Wrath that I love, I love the most, uh, is him charging up after that tank when he has to fight. Oh, my God. Like, he just, like, yeah. runs up, one-man army, slaughters everyone. One man, solos a tank. Solos it, dual wielding, dual wielding, all that kind of stuff. His powers are never really explained that well. It's just, just that he has like strong as fuck, strength, just edge, strong like, as fuck, agility, tactics. I'm not sure if it was. If, please correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. This is the one time I'll allow anyone to tweet at me. Okay. Um, in 2003, the version of that one, uh, I think his power was to see into the future a couple of seconds. I don't and know because was he wasn't. Ability. He's not a homunculus in because uh, no, he's pride in two thousand three. Yes, in two thousand three, he's it. pride, and that's why he has that ability to kind of like see through right. everything. Because Wrath in two thousand three, I forget who Wrath is. It was a kid. It was the kid. I thought the kid was Greek. It was. It was, they, it was Azumi's 
Azumi's yes, uh, kid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, so Bradley's just hot. And like, there's not much more we can say. It's because he's just a dude. He's somebody who's cute. I mean, and him. like when he's not evil, he's just so like charismatic him and him and pride really play it up in yeah. uh brotherhood like they really that dynamic really works out and like to a degree i think don't they say in the show that like at some at one point wrath was like i did think of pride as my child and like the other way around yeah. like they did have a relationship that like was beginning to bud from the feelings of missing out on a childhood and like a proper fatherhood yes they did end up they did have this kind of relationship he also said the same thing about his wife, where he was like, it, "Yeah, like, like he, he did like love her." Where it's like, I loved her; she was great. But again, she's only human, and I have a job to do, and it sucks that I'm going to have to murder her. Like, like, but, like she served a purpose, blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, but I did genuinely care for her; she was my wife. So I, God, I love her. She's phenomenal. I the the I'm glad she lived at the end of the series. I don't think she was ever given a name. <laughs> she was not. No, she was. Oh, she man. definitely was. She's. I think they like they said. Uh, Mrs. King Brad. No, they, I think they said Mrs. King Bradley. Her name, Queen Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I listen. What else is there to say? I don't know. I'm. I would be worried to be with this person. I mean, oh, I definitely. This like, is a wrath of like behind closed doors is aggressive and mean and rude, and I think a lot of people can like is it's worrisome. But he objectively hot. Yes, and he's a gilf. His eye, I'd lick his eyeball. <laughs> oh my God. Sam. He's definitely like, I take charge in the bedroom. I am, this is me. I am the, like, my orders are absolute. So if I tell you to get on old fours and crawl, you're doing that. But he also doesn't have a dick. It's not that he doesn't have a dick. It's just that he's infertile. No, he doesn't have a dick. What do you mean he doesn't have a dick? He said they tried was- to have sex. The way they said that they tried to, but they've never been able to have sex because he doesn't Be- have, that, he lost his penis mean? in the operation. That's not true. Yes, that's canonically true. He lost his penis. His penis is gone. Is, oh, I'm not even typing. Is Fuhrer King Bradley no penis? He doesn't have a penis. It's he gone. has a penis. What if I just showed you a, I, I, what if I just showed you a real 34 of it? Yeah, you know, yeah, that's, that's I a, have the that's evidence. A, the evidence is over. Okay. Yeah, show me the evidence. Show me. I'm, I'm waiting with bated breath. I'm waiting. Show me the evidence of this man's uh, penis. If anything, he's like a Ken doll down there. Smooth. Baby's bottom. I don't think so. You don't think he has a penis? I don't know. I don't think that he doesn't not have a penis. You can have sex many ways, you know? I, yes. She, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Okay, anyway, I don't believe you. So I win because you don't have evidence to prove me wrong. So anyway, no, like that. I think it's he just doesn't they have said penis. that they couldn't ever like I think they, they had tried, but they couldn't because he is a homunculus. Yes. So he doesn't have a penis. That doesn't mean that, that sterile people just don't have they still have their body parts. That's not what I was saying. That's not what I was implying at all. I'm saying because he's a That's what you were implying. He doesn't have a penis. I don't think father would give any of his homunculi penises. I think he'd just be like, why did they, why did he then give lust? Oh, we don't know. I guess if lust has nipples or not, I guess. Exactly. So she, she probably couldn't. She probably doesn't. They're probably more like her fingers. (sighs) 
Why don't we get to the scale? Huh? Why don't we? <sighs> this was a bad conversation, oh. everyone. This was actually bad. So, um, possibility. Yeah. Uh, not possible. He's the Fuhrer King. Hilariously, maybe might be the most impossible or yeah. like less possible. He's the head of an entire nation. He's also very secretive. He loves his wife. Loves his wife. Loves his wife. And so he needs to p- portray that image of like being capable and all that kind of stuff. So I think even if you joined your military, became high ranking, became like his aide, he's not doing anything with you unless you were no. like his wife passed away and he ended up living longer and then he got reincarnated in another body. Two. Two. Yeah. Attractiveness. Nine. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to sit here in front. I'm not going to sit here and fucking pretend. That's a gilf. I'd, I'd scrub the crumbs out of his mustache. Oh my god! Oh my god! What's <laughs> fucking wrong with you? <laughs> You'd be a great military dog, huh? I'd be sniffing. I'd be right up in there. Audacity. You didn't give a score. I did. I literally did. What was the number? Nine. Oh, so you're just copying me. Great. Audacity. Uh, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Well, I mean, you would be copying me, so you'd die too. Um. Anyway, um. I don't. Okay, so this is definitely way more audacious than everything. I. This might be one again. He is the king of a nation, and also besides yeah. that, let's give it a one. He is uh, was it a humunculi? So even he has a secret agenda too, that he's never gonna like break his code for father. Like he he, he didn't betray father at all, even when he given the opportunities to. Finally, step away and not be under father. He still followed him to his death. I think one of the most funny thing, a little bit of trivia, not even trivia. That's it's like in the show, but I think one of the funniest things is that all the humunculi kind of have like opposite deaths to what they're supposed to be. And so mm-hmm. wrath, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a lot of it is based off of uh, Dante Inferno's yeah. like actually the actual punishments. So wrath in wrath, he dies the most peaceful. Of the one he like when he he's no longer filled with rage he dies with a smile he's the only one who really dies with a smile on his face I mean gluttony gets eaten by pride pride is forgotten envy uh, lets their envy consume them lust is burned away uh, sloth uh, I think kills itself technically because he rams himself into a, a spike I forget how that relates to anything but I don't know how that would be the opposite because because he expended his own energy I'm getting off topic but wrath died the most peaceful. This is making me want to watch, just rewatch Brotherhood again. I really love it. I'm, I would definitely love to rewatch it soon. What's your audacity? I'm just one. one. This is, again, yeah. this is a king and somebody who's doing a secret plot to commit omnicide? Everything side, yeah. It's, om- yeah, omnicide. That's, yeah. Uh, this is the, okay, here's the thing, everyone. Why, you're probably always sitting there being like, wow, you guys are really tearing into Bradley. Every, Nightmare, while so is one so evil in chaos, has committed war crimes. Lisa, has committed baby just like revenge killings not that bad bradley the most human of the bunch committed multiple mass killings and omnicide his his father's plan was to to wipe out all human life to make him a god he's 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 assisted omnicide why god why won't you join me why won't you join me parental acceptance Nine. Oh my god! I was about to go there as well, but I want to think about this a little yeah. bit. Here's to break it down. We don't uh, to before we actually say the official numbers. To break it down, 
if you were able to one manage to get with this person, because this is mm-hmm. under the assumption that you got you managed to like bag Sherkin Bradley, in under the assumption that we don't know anything about him and we only know his public persona, this is a family man, the king mm-hmm. of a nation, someone mm-hmm. who is loving and kind and knows what he's to do. Propaganda works, everybody. Propaganda be good. So you <laughs> showing up with the king of a nation. I don't want to say Fuhrer anymore, so I'm saying king. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. King yeah. of a nation into your bed. Your parents are going to be proud of you. You bagged the president. You bagged a king. <laughs> yeah, totally. There's no way they wouldn't approve. I think they would be very confused about like, why is did you bring a military guy? Like just like a full... We're a little confused on that part, but otherwise, I wonder if they would like not even believe either of us <laughs> if yeah. we said... I don't think they believe us. Tell, but then if we're, again, Bradley's a family man, the only way he'd we do that if he's like, we're shown to be like dating somebody. So he'd be on the news or be in the, like the, yeah. the, the rumor. Yeah. Circuit. You would have to worry about like news spreading paparazzi and shit, huh? Yeah. And again, propaganda works crazy. But also I think like, I don't know if my parents would be, my parents are military people. Uh, my dad is a military person a little bit. Yeah. So I think he would be supportive. My mother wouldn't. So he'd be like, wow. No, even my dad, even then, he doesn't like, he was a military man. And now he's kind of just like, he still says hoorah, but still. <laughs> I'm going to give him an eight, I think. I'll echo that. I'll echo an eight. I think there would be a lot of okay. disbelief, but not uh, anything major. Okay. Let's do the math. I'm so curious what this math is going to be. Because I'm, I'm trying to do the math in my head. Because I think we did the exact same score for everything. So I'm just like, oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we twinned the entire way down. So I'm just trying to think about what the math would be, because that's 17 plus two. Why don't we pause? Why don't we pause? Yeah, we'll pause. We'll pause. We'll pause. We'll pause. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm still doing the math in my own head. So oh my god, so we have the score. (laughs) We have the scores for our rage monsters for today. Um, Cleric, you got a five for overall for King Bradley. I got a five overall for King Bradley, which means the average for King Bradley this episode is a surprising five, just straight up five. That that doesn't seem right. We're the ones that gave him a nine and an eight, and also a one and a two. So this is these are the choices that we've made in our lives, huh? He is attractive. I can't even sit here in front. He is attractive, and prop, like I said, propaganda. There's he's not the winner. He's not of the today, winner. but you know, huh? Why don't I get into it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yawn right into the mic. Let everyone know you're tired, huh? I'm tired. Um, so should we start with our winner or loser? Start with our winner. Okay. For our winner today for the most manageable rage spirit is Lisa with a 5.3. Cause that's, that was a, ju- that's a justifiable rage. Every time it's a justifiable one. It's one that she warned you about, one that she asks her friends about, one that is like has a reason. It's not just random rage. So I think that's right. why it ranks the highest of these ones. Uh in second place is King Bradley with a five, just straight up. I mean, I mean rage, yeah. understandable. Hidden rage. The worst kind of rage. Not the worst kind, but still the worst. like a uh, certainly a a the the a deceitful yeah. one. Where it's just like, you don't know when he's mad. And when he is mad, that's when you should be very much afraid. And that's then it's too late. And then for 
our loser for today is Nightmare from Soul Calibur. And that's like the, I think we have we've hit the full spectrum of justifiable rage, uh, d- d- uh, inward rage, and then outward chaotic rage, which is nightmare mm-hmm. of just I want to cause evil and chaos and slaughter everything. So I think we 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 hit the full spectrum unintentionally. Yeah, I mean there's other ones, but you know the the full like general spectrum here. I don't think that's fair. I think everyone is ranked fairly, except for Bradley. I think Bradley should be lower. I guess, but uh, I mean, it's uh, it's that mustache. Just want to like it's it's <laughs> everything. I will be looking up um, some YN uh, fanfic of King Bradley. King Bradley. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, all right. That's a, this has been a very interesting episode. I like talking about the sins uh, and seeing what they represent and how they. Uh, and how they play against everything. So this is always fun. Expect it. We're, we're slowly making our way through the seven sins, everybody. I already have a pick for pride. And believe me, someone will hate me. Mm. Okay. Uh, cool. But anyways, Joe, closing thoughts? Um, justifiable rage is good rage. And dick from a crazy girl. Go crazy. Go crazy. That You already know. That shit be gripping. Let's go. <laughs> go take a nap yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna finish my wings anyways that's all we got for this week of episode of mfa check us out on twitter tiktok everywhere you can find us i don't know why i'm doing a plug at the end of this episode fuck out of here uh bye 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 Masks. Okay, no, I'm hearing you now. You're adding like an extra. T- t- In my mind, I'm saying the same thing that you're I saying. Know, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are, but you're. It's masks.